shit's about to hit the fan. You're listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. It's time to take it to the Dark week for the Hardy family and an even darker week for the McMahons. But at least we got blind impact predictions. Hey yo, it's Thursday and you know what that means. It's Max Wrestling episode 379. This is your captain speaking along with El Jefe, Moses Marquez. Top of the morning. Top of the morning. Uh, so right off the bat, because it's fresh news, I don't think we can put this one off. We'll get to Summerversary, but news broke last night of a... $3 million settlement tied to Vince McMahon and Johnny Ace. Uh, so allegedly the agreement is from January of this year and is an NDA between McMahon and a former female employee he was having an affair with that was hired in 2019. Hired? I'm trying to think. I really am. And I've I've, I've come up with like nothing. But, like, the people that have randomly come out of the woodworks, though, and, like, put shit on Twitter have been, like, Nia. And I was like, was he hooking up with Nia? You know what I mean? Oh, was he hooking Nia, up with Nia won't Jax? waste no time putting WWE on blast. Oh, no. Nah. <laughs> no. Nah. So, yeah, I'm like, you know, okay, it can't be Nia Jax. There's no way. But she's got to know. You know what I mean? She probably knows or something. But I don't know. Maybe it was, like, uh, well, you know who I'm really thinking now that you, like, that you put, put, uh, put that whole thing that they were signed in 19 and then let go? Yeah. Deanna Perrazzo. That would really suck. If it Wouldn't was it? Deanna. Like, I'm really just trying to think of people in that timeline. And she was in that stint. Who who else did I say was in there? Um, Santana Garrett um, was there around that time. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> B-Fab was there, but Travis shut that one down. Yeah, no. I mean, there's there's a there's there's no use really us throwing names out there. I mean, yeah, it could be anybody, but it's still the, horrible regardless. Yeah, the main point is Vince is a dirty old man, like literally a dirty old man. He's willing to pay you to keep your mouth shut if you're willing to do the nasty with him. The the worst thing about this story is I read it, and I was like, oh, like not surprised at all. Okay, I have just, to do this because my fucking brain just fucking sucks. Do you think he was like sending like like DPs, you know, or like or like workout videos? Like, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? He's just like, oh yeah, you see me in the gym. You like what you're seeing? They're like, uh, sure. But a lot of stuff has come out now, and it's probably just you know coincidence or conspiracies or whatever. But like Stephanie is kind of stepped away a little bit. Shane left. Uh, Triple a H little had... bit, bub. She fucking... Wa- she ran. Yeah. She knew um, something was going to hit, and she's like, bye. Triple H severely had his duties shrunk. Um, just thanking God for that one, bud. What, what else is that? I mean, obviously, the budget cuts. Now we know what the budget was for. Yeah. Got to pay $3 million dollars of this people- check, pal. That meant you had to cut that many people just so you can send multiple checks. Or what was it? No, uh, it was a $3 million thing with a million dollars up front. And like the $3 million was to be paid over three years. And I'm just listening to Uncle Dave this morning, so it's fresh. And I'm like, are you goddamn kidding me? 
Like you're you're willing to pay the hush money to get your groove on, but to entertain the people, <laughs> fuck, <laughs> cut them. <laughs> I'm not paying nobody, Jack. I'm not paying for Cody's pyro. <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah. Well, no, he's not. <laughs> we don't do that pyro shit around here, kid. And we see why now. Literally, anytime they cut anything for anything now. Now we know why what Vince is paying. He's got you. Problem. You ain't claiming that on expenses, Vince. Don't you? <laughs> He's sitting there with a the tax man, but but she was worth it. You can't claim a person and the reasons why you gave them money. Come on, it should be tax writable. No, not how it works. Do you have a receipt? Well, well, no. Well, there you go then. Well, <laughs> no receipt. I haven't no refund. Really. I haven't really read how um, John Laurinaitis is involved, other than he obviously probably knew about it. That's my guess. I'm hoping, i really hoping, goddamn white, it's fucking, um, that, yeah, it's just like he was just, like, hushed up. But my wife brought this to me, and, and but now that you've, you've kind of, like, you've kicked it. But then again, they did come back multiple times. Maybe it was one of the Bellas. I know that's a little far-fetched, but on on the bright side, I guess um, it does say it was consensual. So she knew what she was doing, too, whoever it was. But that's not really the point. Yeah, yeah. well, after some digging, we, we, we you know, it, we've uh, we've come to the well. This is all coming from uh, F4W online of Uncle Dave. So everybody, let's start, you know, take your shots, your grains of salt, your whole nine yards. Uh, and the whole thing started uh, with a paralegal who was hired back on March the 30th. She had a $100,000 contract, immediately bumped to $200,000 right after McMahon began a sexual relationship with her. Uh, he eventually gave her up like a toy, the document states, to John Laurinaitis, which is just fucking disgusting in its own right. The settlement took place in January of 2019, which then this lady was moved from not only the legal team, but to be John Laurinaitis' assistant. Again, I have a little bit of a spoiler from Rampage tomorrow night. Oh. So we're talking about Vince. I say Rampage. I'm pretty sure people can guess what I'm talking about. Somebody referenced the whole scandal on Rampage. Shocker. I have one guess. Is it Max Caster? Yeah. Stupid. Max Caster holds no, he pulls no punches, this guy. I mean, I I don't I don't think he's as shocking as he once was. He he got in trouble a couple of times, and he's kind of toned it down a little bit now. I mean, it's still kind of shit. Did he really say that? But not as much. Yeah, no, not as bad. But that was a good example, though. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right, then let's let's move on. I'm sure the Vince topic will be something for the TikTokers a little bit later on. Um, Coming up on this episode, Jeff Hardy says, hello, darkness, my old friend. 
week one of the Ring of Games Cup, Slammiversary predictions, and much more. But first, people say stupid shit online, and this is why this is Shit Marks Say. OMG, Kevin Nash. Who the hell told you tonight was open mic night, bitch? Tell me you did not just say that. WTF, thought he was dead, LOL have been changed to protect their stupidity so um let's kick it off with tiktok on the max wrestling account have we got any nerds this week uh no nerds this week everything was actually relatively quiet people were like oh hey think about this people were on their best behavior on wrestling tiktok which is something good that normally doesn't happen no um but i mean fucking shit i'm after today God only knows how bad it's going to be. Um, you know what? No, that's not true. Um, we've seen it in in on Facebook uh, all, already, probably like in four or five different groups. The the post of Jeff Hardy and Jimmy Uso in that was it like the DUI match or whatever. Mm-hmm. And apparently yeah, it was DUI championship uh, driver's license on a pole match. There you go. Um, well, apparently it was going around on TikTok, and it was getting immediate heat from Jeff Hardy lovers, which I'm like, I understand, but also understand from the outside perspective, this guy has had multiple run-ins with the police. He's he's tested over double the limit multiple times. This is his third DUI in, I think ten. I years. forget how many years. I think it's ten. The, you know, I think 10 years or whatever. The last time he had one this bad, he fucking damn near wrecked his own car, slamming into a guardrail and, or uh, fucking whatever the thing is. You know, it, it's like Timmy Lee Stitch. It's like, how in the fuck? Like, who is allowing you to keep this license to allow you to drive around and do these things to yourself? Like, I don't understand. Like, you know, at, at some point, yes, we can blame the system for not doing their job. But when are you going to start holding the dude accountable? Is my that's my gimmick, yeah. And right now it's like it's so that thing went around and there's a lot of people we were getting hate and I'm like first off, like it's a joke, okay? Take fucking chill the fuck out. It's a fucking joke. But in all reality, like this guy, this guy needs like a rude awakening. Like, and apparently this is I don't know how much spec I don't know how much you know this is true, but rumors have it. If he didn't, if this thing didn't happen, they were winning last night. Wow. Which first off is disgusting, but, uh, but that's, but that's the idea. The imagine the push they would have gotten if he could have just kept his nose clean or his, uh, you know, his, uh, uh, intoxication level to a limit that, or simply fucking call an Uber, bud, call an Uber. Like, come on, man. All right, so on Twitter, here's, uh, first up, we have fucking delusional. Fucking delusional, love it already. Um, this is the person, I, I don't even need to hide it because it, everybody's seen it pretty much. It's the person who claimed Rhea Ripley copied her style, um, like ripped off her look. She tweeted, well, she didn't tweet Rhea, she hashtagged Rhea Ripley. She didn't actually mention Rhea Ripley or WWE, she hashtagged them both. Which, if you had a real complaint, why wouldn't you tag him? But I digress. True. Uh, she says, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I need to get my new app because 
we're, we're doing a funny face filter now for uh, for shit Mark say. This is awesome. <laughs> y'all must have seen me on TV and decided to rip my look. I've had this tattoo for three years, y'all. Gave her the same tat look as me, but don't give her walk out to my music. I'm so confused. Yeah, so apparently she owns a scales design. Okay. All right. Rhea, Rhea like, did retweet this person and responded, Number one, this really isn't worth my time, but I'm bored. Number two, I've drawn logos slash random things under my eye for a long time. True. Number three, it's my group logo, plus I'm a Libra. It's scales. You don't own them. True. Mm-hmm. Four, I don't even know who the fuck you are, so get over yourself and keep my name out your mouth. That was glorious. Who who are Talk you? About a comeback. <laughs> um, is if that wasn't bad enough, we got another one from fucking delusional. Another fucking delusional, nice. Lol, don't even get me started on this. This is why I'm mad in the first place. But I need lawyers for this one. So not only does uh, is she under the impression that Rhea Ripley or WWE knows who she is, she also seems to think that the Cyberpunk team have heard of her. Nah. Oh, fuck you are, but nobody does. No, I I guarantee nobody copied your style. That that hairstyle is very popular right now. Um, people draw shit under their eyes or tattoos under their eyes. All it it's literally it's nothing new. <laughs> There's people in high school going to their last day of high school that go to that that go to school on a daily like that. There, bud. Yeah, chill out. If anything, I would say this crazy lady looks. I lot like another crazy lady more than Rhea Ripley, and that other crazy lady would be Rebby Hardy. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Just with a couple, a little bit more ink and shorter hair. But definitely does not look like Rhea Ripley. Jeez. Like, the only comparison I can make is the lead, the scales under mm. the eye, which is a very common design, as Rhea said. And her, she has shaved bits in her hair that that's it that's it like stop no but i mean it, it it made her famous for 15 minutes i guess hey twitter fame must be expensive these days you know what i mean right all right next up um i don't even need to come up with a fake name for this one because their name says it all it's wwe mark cool uh, at least you're being honest about it um right up wwe front, mark says Top five facts the IWC needs to accept. Number one, Roman Reigns is cleared of Kenny Omega in terms of greatness. Number two, Seth Rollins is the best wrestler in the world. Number three, Edge over CM Punk since their returns. Number four, Cody Rhodes is a top five wrestler in the world. And number five, Raw is the best wrestling show. Okay, that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> Okay. Um, Look, I'll absolutely give you, not. I, I, can, I can totally. You maybe. know what? If you, if you want to be that guy, I'll make the argument for Seth. Yeah. He, that, that's arguable. But um, that's the only one. one that's arguable. Yeah. Roman cleared Kenny. No way. No. Um, Edge over CM Punk's return. You can maybe make a case for that too. Um, I mean, Edge hasn't won a title, but Punk obviously got injured right after winning his. Um, True. 
Cody, top five wrestler in the world. He has been for years. I was about to say, like, he, yeah, he's been a top talent for a long time, but again, all of a sudden, y'all see it. Yeah, now he's back in the E. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you lost all, you, we could have made arguments for a couple of these points, but then you lost all credibility with the final point when you say Raw is the best wrestling show. Number the one, one it's not that, even a wrestling show. No, I was about to say, not even a wrestling show. And two, they constantly are revamping, the, hey, look how low our number can go. Yeah, how low can you go? It's limbo. It's limbo, baby. And they've been on the same channel at the same time for fucking son of a bitch. I think they went back to USA in Um, 2005. Because they had that homecoming episode. 17 years. Yeah. Almost two decades on the same channel and the ratings are just fucking shit the bed. Um, but again, it, it's not even a wrestling show. The, the main event segment this week was a fucking pose down. Because mm. your world champion ain't there. Because you don't have, yeah. Is your world champion there? Ah, man. Um, Edge over Punk. So, like, Punk's kind of just been having fun in AEW and having matches with people he wants to wrestle, whereas Edge has been... Really getting into storylines with like Seth Rollins and Randy Orton. They've been using the name to help. Yeah. Um. So you know you can probably say Edge has had more um headlining matches since his return. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. You could, you could make a couple of points for Punk too. For sure. I mean, Certainly, that the- return reaction was just that one eclipsed Edge. I was gonna say yeah, that for sure. Definitely eclipsed, edged. Um, let's see the just the the, um, the the nostalgia punk, the one we got with MJF. That was a bigger thing, you know. I mean, don't get me wrong. Edge returning is a, is a, is a great taste of nostalgia, but he literally blended in with the fabric and did not mm-hmm. too much different. I CM Punk stood out by just remaining CM Punk, but reminding people that hey, I can wrestle. Except then he started to not wrestle very well. But then that's well, his own fucking fault by doing anything a springboard. Yeah. <laughs> he he did have a bit of ring rust when he first came back. I think that did wear off over time. Oh yeah. Um, he's had a lot. My, he's had a lot many better matches in recent months. Um, and say true. say for a couple of botches, the match with Hangman was really good. Mm-hmm. Still say him and MJF was probably the best one. That dog collar match was awesome. Oh, everybody been talking about MJF and Punk's feud. Mm-hmm. It was it was so it was so big. We got like what was it like nine thousand views for a small clip of that one on TikTok. So yeah, yeah, huge stuff. So um, oh man, let's go back to the top point. Roman Reigns cleared of Kenny Omega in terms of greatness. How? Yeah, please tell me how. Because Vince keeps pushing him and putting the title on him when nobody wants it, and then he turns heel and then he disappears. Has Roman gone to another show that's not related to the E and and skyrocketed their ratings? No, nope. So at least until he does that, like just enough with the argument. You know, maybe if all of a sudden Roman could go to Japan and this and that, does it have to be in Japan? No, but it's very helpful. Frozen. Let it go. Let it go. 
what the fuck's my internet, bro? Yeah, that actually went well. I should have wrote that down. Oh, come on. Welcome back. I'm going to launch it. Um, this is why they're marks, and that's the shit they say. So, yeah, literally, mm-hmm. I see that final line. Um, all right, let's go to the desk to continue discussing this past week in wrestling. Of course, are we speaking on Friday? So, new, whatever news broke from Friday is what we discussed. So, <clears throat> shortly after the original ladder match for last night was announced, as we have uh, touched on Jeff Hardy was arrested on a DUI his third in 10 years we believe mm-hmm. there's conflicting reports that he was three or four times over the limit doesn't matter which it's shit either way um, as a self-confessed Hardy Mark it hurts it, it fucking kills to see Jeff like this but in all fairness we've given Sonny and Uso so much shit on this show so um it's only fair that we say, Jeff, you're fucked up. Yeah, I mean, as and, much as we want to be the fans and be the guy that, oh, the, he has a problem and, oh, he needs some help. Homie, you've been doing this for a minute. Like, it's not like, oh, this was a really bad incident and this was a no, no, no. No, this has been a fucking thing. The guy showed up to fucking wrestle Sting of all mm-hmm. motherfuckers ridiculously fucked up. Like just fucking hammered down he was, and he and, and and it's an embarrassment on the business. It's still a fucking negative mark on Impact, even though it's not in TNA anymore. Also, I still gotta maintain what the fuck were they doing sending him out there? Hey, Bishop, a, come on, man. The name, baby. The name will get you attention. They say. <clears throat> uh, if it was once, yeah, you you could kind of say, well. It, no, a slap it's, a on the wrist. it's a mistake, but it's definitely a habit. Yeah, dude. I, I've seen more m- fucking mug shots of Jeff Hardy than I have of any other wrestler from the eighties. Except me. And that yeah. used to, and that used to be the time where you were literally driving yourself everywhere, getting hammered everywhere, because that was that was the life. Five years, I could still drive. Hmm. Um, Tony released a statement that he's suspended without pay. He won't be obviously allowed back on Dynamite until he um, completes rehab. Yep, which is great. It's a good thing. Does it suck that he's not getting paid? Yeah, but you know what? Who's you, who risked it? You did, bub. Get over it. You know, he it, it, he's he's sending you to rehab and he's paying for that. Mm-hmm. So, you, you know, complete the 16 week program or however long and, you know, come back to work if you want. If not, you're welcome. See you later. So the E-drones have obviously brought up the fact that he like walked out on WWE and, you know, there was a whole thing about that they wanted to send him to rehab and he said no. Um, but back then he did test clean. Yeah, he tested clean and he wasn't having, I wouldn't say he wasn't having issues, but he wasn't, he wasn't garnering attention. He wasn't blowing three times the legal limit. No. So. And I think 
they they wanted him <clears throat> excuse me they wanted him to take a drugs test but i think he is actually clean of drugs he's he just has an alcohol problem right now <laughs> yeah that's the obvious one <clears throat> i mean and at the same time excuse me and at the same time, like, it's way easier to be able to just go party with a bunch of the dudes, get mad hammered, and just take off. Because, well, that's the wrestling business. Yeah. It's terrible. I mean, yes, I, I am very sympathetic for him. I hope he, I, I am praying for, from a guy who has seen friends go to rehab, from a guy who's dropped friends off at the door and then picked them up. Jeff, please, brother, if it's a 16-week, if it's a 24-week, however long you truly need, not how quick can I get back, how long do you truly need in there before you can come back? I don't want to, because, I mean, look at Mox. Mox, he said, I got to do, I got to put a stop to this, dude, because he knew he was going to a bad place. So he had to put a stop to it. He enrolled himself in rehab. And I think he only did a 12-week stint. Mm. But that's also understandable. How many DUIs has fucking Mox had? None, to my knowledge. So it's like, dude, you don't need a tw- you know you, a 12-week for, for you would be fantastic. But it's obvious you need some real time. Yeah, and you know, I'm actually surprised. Like, there's plenty of people around him in AEW that could easily um, just, like, Show him how it's done. It's like Punk, Brian, Mox. That's three people right there that are clean. Well, that's the thing. That's my. That's the biggest one for me. And I go back to Mox. You're talking about a dude who literally would say, you know, he fucking would get up and he his idea was, you know, have sex in the morning or whatever, and he would have some whiskey at night, and that was his gimmick. So you're coming from a dude who was used to drinking a lot, or at least on a very regular basis. And yeah. going saying, I got to stop. So he's prime example. I mean, as far as I know, Jericho's probably in the back with fucking TK clawing it up. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. So it's like, the best dude there is him. I don't want to go straight for punk just because, you know, the straight edge nonsense. It's just, he's never been down that road. You want somebody that's been down there. So, but I, it's, it's, see how it goes. I, like I said, I hope he does the full stint and gets real help. I mean, he's he's completed rehab before. But that's the problem. He completes rehab, comes back, relapses. But they've all been short stints. They've all been like an 8-week, 12-week. Homie, you need to be in I there guess. for half a year. Stop playing with yourself. Like, get in there and spend six months in there. I also like this is like one of the first times that I've ever kind of taken Rebby Hardy's side. Actually, it is the first time ever because like somebody accused her and Matt of being enablers. Oh yeah, that made man. And again, I'm with you. I'm not the biggest Rebby Hardy fan, uh, but when I seen that on TikTok, I'm like, come on now, dude. He is a grown ass man, and she said it just like that. He is a grown ass man. They are not his babysitters. You know, no, but were I, you there when she would t- like, I love her fucking reaction to were you there when I was telling uh, supporters or whatever to not give him drinks? Were you there when I was telling promoters to not give him drinks? Like, 
no, like, no, you weren't there. She's like, literally the only thing we could have did to keep him from getting drunk that night was sleep in the middle and have him sleep in our bed. <laughs> and I'm like, that's a fucking awkward interaction. Yeah. But I mean, it's the truth. So you cannot be getting mad at Matt. We can't be getting mad at Rebel because it's not their problem. It's Jeff's problem. And the and sooner I... Jeff gets his problem figured out, the better. And like we didn't know it was like that bad that they literally have to like hold him back. It is. Yeah, it's quite literally that bad where they have to follow him around and fucking no, no, no. It's again, this is a grown man making his own decisions. So we can't be taking our anger out on anybody else for this grown man making these decisions. So I say again, if it's a 24 week, 32 week, six fucking months, whatever, stay in there. Do it for real. Not all right to meet my obligations. Like I'm going to go. No. Fucking stay in there. Yeah. And Seriously. He's got a couple of distractions too, like music and painting are obviously two other passions of his that he's very talented at. True. I mean, he's 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 an artist through and through. And he needs to display it. But in order to display it, you got to help yourself first, bud. Yeah. Also, he makes like like these crazy like crop circles, which just boggles my mind. It's been again. He's a fucking artist. He does some cool shit. And then he does stupid shit. And then he does stupid shit. But please just get some fucking help, Jeff. Por favor, man. Um, all right, so on to slightly happier things. Um, Matt Riddle is about to challenge Roman for the undisputed title on SmackDown tomorrow night. Yeah. Because uh, Roman doesn't work weekends anymore, apparently. Now, in any, in any normal conversation, we would just automatically assume Roman's retaining. There ain't no way he's dropping the titles of Riddle because of WWE. But mm-hmm. now there's a stipulation that if Riddle loses... He will never receive another shot at the title. Now, granted, there's a couple of ways they can get around that, like interference. Well, or... it, it, he'll never get a shot at the title as long as Roman is champ. Oh, that old chestnut. So it's not like you're never challenging any WWE champion ever. Yeah. So well, in that case, yeah, Roman retains. Roman retains. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. Like, when I heard it, I'm like, why? Just, like, leave the anticipation of, you know... Have a fucking DQ finish. Just, oh, there was no ending. You know, if it's that big of a deal, if you have to keep your story and this and that. Personally, I'm always of the notion of if your fucking champ is not going to be on TV for that 30-day period, get the belt off of them. Yeah. Champions on television mean something. It's not a fucking, it's not a fugaze, okay? It's not a fucking bullshit fake thing. They mean something. These champions mean something. Did we or did we not get upset when there was no fucking IC champ or US champion uh, match on fucking Mania? On the biggest show of the year. And we're the fucking outside hardcore fans. So again, if, if, if we're getting upset about mid-card titles on the biggest show of the year... How do you think we feel about a champion not being on television? Your prominent world championship displayed on your weekly television shows? Who is it's, literally been carrying the show? 
Mm-hmm. So if he's going to be off because you want to save him, fine. Drop the bill. It's not a, it, is it going to kill you? No. But I don't even understand why they need to keep him off because it's not like he wrestles every week. He wrestles. I want to say he's probably starting to do some acting. That's going to be my guess. It's always with the acting. Every time somebody wants to be fucking blah, 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 blah on the goddamn uh, take some time here to time there, unless you're Brock motherfucking Lesnar and your anxiety level is up to schmear, it's probably movies. But that's just my guesstimation. Let it go. Let it go. There it goes. Maybe we should just keep playing that in the background. So, on to Dynamite then. Well, Road Rager. Road oh, Rager. I, I don't know why, but I thought Jericho was going to lose the hair versus hair match. I thought he could, like... I mean, he's had short hair before. He could pull it mm-hmm. off as a rock star still. But, right. uh... Yeah, Ortiz is now bald. Yeah, I know. And I mean... we had... Plenty of interference, so, you know. Oh, yeah. Lots but then lots, right at the end, like, I was so confused. Like, Fuego del Sol, like, what? what? Okay, that's completely out of left field. Hey, yep, Obviously, you got it us wasn't all. Fuego. Um, it was Sammy. But that's the thing that kills me is, like, I should have fucking known. Like, they're, like, yeah. best friends outside, you know what I mean, <laughs> outside of TV. So I'm like. And then the thing that killed me was is we're all watching, TSK is watching, and then I hear, goddamn fucking Fuego got big. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's goddamn Sammy. And they're like, no, it's not. And I was like, look at his fucking eyes. And sure shit, the second they actually, it was his fucking smile. And that was Nicola, goddamn smile. <laughs> and I was like, yep, there he is. That's Sammy, all right. So they had to make him a heel again. And what better way to do it than to literally just keep him by the side of Jericho and and then you throw Ty Conti right next to him, and they, well, there you go. The newlyweds that are yeah. making out on TV again. The only thing missing was, Je- oh, was Jim Ross. Yeah. Jim Ross, classy man. Yeah. I did, however, love uh, that near fall. Eddie Kingston with the fuck his back fist. I was like, oh, nope, it's fucking over. I thought it was over. We all thought it was over. The crowd thought it was over. And no, it was not over. Oh. Robot man. Is that you doing what the robot can? It's your fun time editing this fucking episode. Oh, yeah, you're going to have all kinds of fun. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of false finishes. It was a great way to kick off the show. Fun match, unpredictable. They got us a few times with those false finishes, but uh, and then of course we just get everybody fired up for blood and guts. Oh yeah, here we go, blood and guts. Can't be real. Also, they remembered that Wheeler Yuta is in the BCC. Yeah, don't forget about Yuta. So on to um, this. This was a match that I know Harold in particular was not looking forward to. Wardlow versus Security. 
It turned out to be actually, you know what? As much as we weren't looking forward to it, um, we got hyped for it for uh, two reasons. One, we knew it was going to go down like a goddamn kung fu movie, and it did. And two, <laughs> one of the more featured guys out of the, the 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 twenty goon squad is a dude. I hope to get an interview with very soon. He goes by the neatest champion of all the indies, Derek Teeter. So he was prominently shown along with the promotion that he works for. Those were pretty much all the goons there. If you noticed, uh, he was like the big blonde haired dude that they got the only face shot of before they got in the ring. And uh, he got some decent stuff in, did get eliminated, but uh, he was there and it was, it was what it is. You know what I mean? He, uh, Wardlow power bombs a bunch of dudes to the point where he gets fucking blown up and, he pins them by stacking them on top of each other. And literally the fucking internet goes sour on the idea of Wardlow and all oh, these pins are illegal. And da, 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 da. I'm like, didn't Shawn Michaels pin a fucking all the fucking spirit squad that way. I'm like, so fucking calm down. Yeah. It, it's nothing <laughs> new. You know what I mean? It's, and they're like, this is illegal and this is bullshit. And literally, I literally seen a goddamn fight on fucking Facebook over this thing. The guy's like, Oh, this is bullshit. This will never happen in the E. And a guy literally posts the picture of Shawn Michaels pinning all of the spirit squad. And he's like, well, it's still illegal. And he's like, oh, yeah, way to fucking move the goalposts, bud. It's still illegal. It doesn't count. And I'm like, dude, you're literally calling the, the, the uh, like you walked into the store and said that pot's black. And the guy's like, oh, it's a kettle. Oh, well, now it's gray. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> what? <laughs> Like, dude, I love that. Just fucking hell, bro. Just they, they will not be wrong. They will not be wrong. And then to make matters worse, Wardlow fucking ends up getting cut off by fucking Dan Lambert. And then Dan Lambert sends out Taiwan Woodley, who, by the way, the last time anybody saw Tyron Woodley, he was getting knocked the fuck out by Jake Paul. And poor... Poor, poor Matt Hughes. Yeah. Matt Hughes is a motherfucking UFC legend and Hall of Famer. But unfortunately, Matt Hughes was also hit by a fucking train while in his truck. The man had suffered a significant brain injury and he could barely fucking walk. This was sad. This was hard to watch. And I understand it was meant for them just to turn because they're baby faces. But I'm going to ask you in a very nice way of all the fucking people in the UFC, from the UFC to use in this manner. If you ever fucking use Matt Hughes like this again, I swear to God. That guy has literally done nothing but positive shit for the fucking sport of MMA. And he would literally probably still be one of the best fucking fighters out there if he did not get hit by a fucking train. So, like, I, I take this in a very negative way for me. I just, uh, the, Matt Hughes it was a very big inspiration to me. He, it's, it's like, I'm like, dude, seeing that was, was sad. It just, yeah, like, it if was. you wanted him to come out there, like, to, you know, like, give Wardlow a belt, fucking, all right, cool. You know what I mean? But, like, to say, go kick his ass. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, that one just rubbed me, like, a little too wrong. It, it was very, very awkward. Yeah, it was. It's uh, just a no. 
However, I will take Will Ospreay and Dax Hardwood any fucking day of the week. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, that's one for the E Jones too. Like some of them will say, "Now we don't know who Will Ospreay is. Nobody knows who Will Ospreay is." But he was getting great reaction last week for his uh, debut, and he got a great pop this week when he walked out. Facts, people love him. He's fucking over. Most AEW fans do know who Will Ospreay is, just because you're trapped in your little WWE bubble. And you know what? Let's choose to stay there. Let's be real here. They know who he is. They refuse to acknowledge it because they they decided, I need to look up Ricochet. And I bet you money they seen Ricochet and Ospreay from the Super Juniors of them doing the flippy flips. And they probably nutted on themselves and took a shower for the first time in a couple of months. And then they were like, oh, no, Will Ospreay is on AEW. I've never heard of this guy. Never, never once. <laughs> he's a nerd. Like, shut the he's, fuck he's, up. He's a skinny Jake Paul. He's a skinny, that one A Logan Paul, me. whichever one oh, it was. Oh, God, dude, I was literally, like, crying tears of laughter. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> the stupidity. Absolute stupidity. And it's great, uh, great of um, Dax to put him over, too. Dude, D- Dax is officially... Our generation's Arn Anderson. He's fucking amazing at everything he does, but he's the guy that's going to put you over. Yeah. I'm sure he'll take that as a huge compliment being compared to Double uh, A. Hey, fucking, he fits the role all the way, baby. Yeah. Um, then we have Max and Tanahashi's face to face. Mm hmm. I love Mox. Thank you for the thing. And this is why. And I love I've, I've said this on many a times. I love the little things. The greatest little thing of this promo was Mox's delivery. Slow and understandable. So fucking Tanahashi can actually understand what he's saying. Tanahashi doesn't speak the greatest of English, but he does understand it. But if you're slow enough, he understands you. And he was yeah. very slow and methodical with what he does. That's why if you also hear Jericho, he was a little more slower with his delivery as well. Because he understands Tanahashi's, you know, it's a, English ain't his first language. We got to be slow and, you know, enunciate so he understands. But it's great. And then we got the fucking, uh, the only, well, he, Tanahashi knows a little bit of English. He can cut a promo in English. It's not the greatest thing ever. But, you know, he just tells Jericho to shut up. And, of course, the fucking place went bananas. So, good shit. Even yeah. though, even though, goddamn, uh, uh, Jericho uh, threatened to, he's like, you know what? He's like, maybe I'll jab your eye out or I'll burn your face because I'm a wizard. Fucking wizard thing. Always, it kills me now. It just kills me. Um, yeah, I think uh, Bleacher Report said um, the wizard thing is not nearly as funny as Jericho thinks it is. No, I think it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but then again, I'm always the guy that's like turn around and yelling that you got to add bitch at the end because I think that's where the funny would come in. If he just fucking like threw a fireball at you, I'm a wizard, bitch, and then just fucking. And Jericho makes it funny because it's so fucking ridiculous. Yeah, that. But he keeps exactly a straight face. <laughs> He's so serious about something so stupid, and that was like, well, what, what, what the got the list over? You're like, yeah. what the fuck is the list? But he was just so serious about the list and the anticipation and the build and the. That's what's so good. And Jericho then now you use the wizard. character. 
is he's always reinvented himself. He's never been a bad one. I have no. never seen a bad Chris Jericho. I've hated Chris Jericho at times, but that's because he's such a good fucking heel. Yeah. Uh, and that's from Miro. Um, just thank, bye thank bye you, TK, page. for not squashing Ethan. He that's didn't squash him, but he kicked that. his ass. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> don't don't squash him though. That's all I ask. If, if you're gonna go in there and you're gonna get overpowered, that happens. That's pro wrestling. You're gonna get you're gonna run into dudes that are bigger than you, stronger than you, faster than you, whatever. But it doesn't mean that you can't hang. And it showed that he can at least hang a little bit. Yeah. Good on good on TK. Um, and also good on Miro being booked monstrously. Monstrously. Uh, he's gonna be he just, a he, heavy favorite in this four way. Yeah, I mean he he always should have been booked like this in AW. That whole stupid you broke my Xbox shit was terrible. Hot garbage. Hot garbage stuff. Um uh, so is it is it Rampage or next week on Dynamite? We've got Panther and Malachi. I believe that's next week on okay, so they're Dynamite. Keeping, they're keeping this tournament on Dynamite. That's cool. Uh, and then, of course, the following week, we get the two New Japan guys that we still don't know who they are. The two New Japan guys are actually, it's uh, it's four four guys. They're having two matches. So it's uh, it's Ishii and Kenamaru. Um, so yeah, Ishii versus Kenamaru. And it's uh, I, uh, New Japan Strong's Clark Connors. Against uh fucking who was it? Damn it, I just had it on the tip of my tongue too. Um da, 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 da. is he the one that's going against Kanamaru? Did Ishii already win? I know for sure it's it's gonna be it's probably gonna be Ishii and Clark Connors. Yeah that are gonna go head to head and I'm pretty sure Ishii has a he has a one and two record in AEW, but Clark Connors has a two and oh record in AEW. So I have a funny feeling we could definitely see a swerve and see Clark Connors. But then again, Ishii is a big Japanese name, regardless of his record. So I could absolutely see it either way. But I know for sure it's not going to be Kanemaru. There's no way. Nobody knows fucking Kanemaru unless you're like deep into New Japan. That's yeah. fucking, uh, that's El Desperado's tag partner. Yeah, you really gotta know some shit. I think I think I got him. Uh, do, 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 do. Wait, no, that's not it. Huh? Oh, they had qualifiers. Yeah. Uh, they had qualifiers for those two matches, so. Yeah, Ishii and Kenamaru was the first one, and then where's the other one? I'm already looking at the thing. Uh, oh, that's right. Um, uh, it's uh, Hanma. To- uh, Toki Yakahama. That's right against Clark Connors. Yeah. So Honma, the guy that does the whole yeah head headbutt shit. Oh well, it's got to be him and Ishii. Yeah, it's got to be Clark Connors and Ishii's gonna be my guest. And my, and and again, you can go either way because you have a, a, a American Japanese talent. In Clark Connors, who's over, especially to those uh, diehard guys in this, and the LA fans for damn sure. And then you have Ishii, who's just fucking. Well, he's Ishii. The guy's, doing, the guy's so known. They're doing this back to back too. So those two matches are on the twentieth, and then the winners face each other on the twenty-first. Wow. Um, okay. Which... That's that's Monday and Tuesday. 
Yeah. So neither are going to be on Dynamite. No. All right, then. Well, actually, then, you know what? No, it's a possibility. Will Ospreay got out there in a day. Oh, I, I meant the matches, but yeah, they may uh, show up on Dynamite, and then of course Forbidden Door will be. Oh yeah, no, they're gonna they're gonna have their matches over there. I but you know what? Now that you you know bring that obvious great point up, we're gonna need clips. Okay, don't just tell us, oh hey, we can go watch them on the New Japan World. Give me some motherfucking clips of how this matches went down. Like that's what you need to do there, TK. Hook a brother up, as they say. So pretty. Hey, don't you have this one? The fucking skull? Oh, you're frozen. Hello? Yo, Skype. There you go. Throw me a fucking bone here. Yeah, throw me a fucking um, yes, bone I do have this fucking skull. here. Anyway, <laughs> you said you do. Uh, I have smoking skull. Yeah, it but is yours a beautiful. Is gold, huh? All mine's gold, gold. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is like nickel. I don't care. So is that is that one not from WWE shop? No, I don't think so. DC oh. gets belts from different places. Oh yeah, he knows belt makers. Yeah. Yeah. So this one was like a. I think I think this is like a custom like nickel plated one. Nice. I got to polish it. I mean, I guess that's more realistic, though, because I don't recall the actual smoking skull being gold, gold. No, it was like a good mixture of gold and silver. Mm. Like more goldish. All right. Uh, So where we got to done that. Move on. Tony Storm. Uh, Tony Storm. Yeah. So Tony Storm, Brett Baker. Um, I like the fact that Brett Baker has made a name for herself on AEW. She got over as hell, carried the division, and now she's the, well, apart from Ruby, she's the girl who's beginning to put people over, like Tony. It's Well, she is that giant name. She's their biggest name besides, uh, you know, like a Jade, or I'm really trying to think of anybody else, but she is really about it right now. Jade is about the other one to the two. Red Velvet. And Brit, but Brit's great. Yeah, no, you're right. She <laughs> went from being the bottom of the bottom to the tippity of the tops. And, yeah, now she's putting people over. And 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 fucking in in great fashion, mind you, the the uh, that running hip attack, dude, the fucking Oscar goes to, I mean, wow, what a fucking sell job! Not only is she like, go away, I think I broke my nose. Go away, I think I broke my nose. She's like, oh, just fucking pin me. I'm fucking dead. Go ahead, oh, roll up. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you fucking, that was awesome. You conniving bitch. It was great, though. It was a really good match, yeah. But fucking, uh, you hurt her head with a goddamn hip attack, and then you fucking pile driver on her neck? Just like, goddamn there, Tony. Yeah. Take it easy on me, Haas. Also very interesting to see how Funda Rosa, like, stopped any interference. Like, she wanted a fair fight to determine her next challenger. I think we got an obvious new champ, though, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I hate to say it, but I think we said it last week or the week before. Like, Rosa hasn't, kind of like Hangman, hasn't really nailed it as a champion. There's, like, there's not much fizzle and spark there, but. Nah. 
I don't know what it is with AEW. Like, they're crowning champions that people love and get behind and support. And then once they've got the belt, it's just like, eh. Meh. Fuck it. Sucks. But, yeah, I mean, I, I'd be all for Tony Storm. Oh, yeah. Uh, winning the title. She, I I don't know why they didn't put her, uh, the, um, not the SmackDown. Was it the, oh, yeah, the NXT main women's title on Tony. When they had the chance. Yeah. She's world champion material. Over as hell. And then, and then of course, main events. Um, was going to involve Matt and Jeff. Obvious reasons it did not. Um, originally, they just stopped advertising it. And then Tony announced it was going to be Jurassic Express versus Young Bucks. Which is which is why I said in the first place. Why don't they just do the two teams? But they did. And mm-hmm. as predicted by most of us i guess christian did turn heel at the end not the way i expected i thought he was going to cost him the match but we all did too it, it came right at the end after the match and christian went full heel like he got in jungle boy's family's faces too oh yeah and when, afterwards <laughs> at the was a little bit after the show it was it went off the air and all that stuff yeah he went up to uh his mom and sister and says you raised a piece of shit your son's a piece of shit. And I'm like, fuck yeah. These are not bad enough. You just gave him a concerto in front of them. Yeah, like, yeah, he's fucking severely concussed. And then you called him a piece of shit. And then you called them a piece of shit. And I also don't care how many times you've executed one or how many you've taken. A concerto still makes me sit on my knuckles. Yeah, it's fucking brutal. It's a very risky move to do. Um, <clears throat> fortunately, Edge and Christian are so good at doing it safely and still making it look absolutely fucking brutal. Brutal. Um, but yeah, great heel turn. And Excellent the match itself stuff. was good, too. I really enjoyed it. Um, however, I mean, we, I was like in the in the high fours. And sometimes, you know, I listen to Uncle Dave and uh, Uncle Dave talks about the side of his neck. And this was one of those instances where he talks out the side of his neck. He was saying that this is probably one of the greatest tag matches of all time. And I'm like, okay, I think this is a bit far-fetched. Was this very enjoyable, like an excellent ladder match? Absolutely. Was this like four three-quarter stars maybe? Maybe five stars at the best? Uh, I'm going to go four three-quarter. I'm not going to give it all the way to five. I didn't mean um, if they would have ended the show on that, it would have dropped the rating for fucking sure. You know what I mean? But they, they, yeah. they, I think what he's going off of is just how the show ended. You know what I mean? Because as much as we wanted him to cost them the belts and give us a story, he's just disappointed in Jungle Boy. So he lays them out, you know? Yeah. And it's a year long build. And that's something TK and, and AEW does really well is long term storytelling. So it, it's, it has its already uh, uh, bred in reasons. So it's it's now we've 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 put it into fruition. My only thing is, you give the man a concerto. It's like pilmanizing him. We're eleven days from Forbidden Door. Either I don't think there's any way at all that they're going to be there at Forbidden Door. That Jungie's going to be, yeah. you know, they're going to have their match there. I think it's going to end up being. I'm hoping another pay per view down the line. But then again, I'm hoping maybe Jungie stays off TV for at least. At least two weeks. I think all that's the next one in September. 
That's that's kind of far out. I don't think we got anything before then. That's a little too far out. Are you sure we don't have, like, some, uh, like, Fight for the Fallen or... Well, I mean, this is the reason we came up with Fight for the Knowledge, because of Fight for the Fallen, but I don't think they're doing it this year. Oh, I haven't seen it advertised anywhere, anyway. That's usually in July. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was like, I know that they have some July, but then then again, then again, I think maybe they're just doing it for, like, television purposes now, maybe? Yeah. So. And they didn't really pre-announce Road Rager. It was just, oh, next week's Road Rager. Oh, okay. So yeah, they may like, do the right. same thing with Fight for the Fallen. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, good. But, Tony, if you're listening, you better do Fight for the Fallen. Otherwise, it kind of makes Fight for the Knowledge sound a little bit stupid. Yeah, come on now. Well, not really. I mean, we're still making it sound cool. Yeah, it's, it's going to be cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, which we will get to in just a sec. Also, i got to give props to Luchasaurus for taking that Bubba Ray Dudley bump off the ladder through the four fucking tables. Love it. Oh, my Lord. It looked oh. sweet. That first off, those some of those bumps were fucking ridiculous. These, I swear to God, these tables are super gimmicked, super gimmicked. They fucking explode these goddamn things, dude. I swear <laughs> to God. And then you know how bad they're gonna be, like in Jungie's instance, when he goes up, and the first things you see is this. Up, oh, I'm gonna die. <laughs> so I better protect the back of my head. And he fucking went down, and two of those pieces of the table went this way. And I was like, son of a bitch. Maybe that uh, the exploding barbed wire master should have just surrounded the ring and tables. And just had all of them fucking blow up. (laughs) Yeah. Just audience duck, otherwise you're going to get splinters all over the place. All over the joint. Um, So, yeah, great. Fucking light comes on when it wants. (laughs) Great. Great. Energy saving. It doesn't save energy. It just pops on when it feels like it. Yeah, it doesn't save nothing. So, yeah, great ending for Dynamite. Great heel turn from Christian. The thing is, we have, we don't really get to see Christian as a heel very much. He was pretty much always a face. All the time. Af- after the whole opera gimmick, he was always a face in WWE. Um, and in TNA, he was very much a baby face, but he did have that short S- heel run. I was say, like, he had a small heel run. Yeah, and then he came back to ECW. Mm-hmm. Won that ugly-ass silver belt. That thing was nasty. And he's been a face ever since. Ever since. So really quick, I do want to touch on uh, Hangman's little quick promo. Oh, yeah. So um, he comes out. Uh, he's he's pretty much, he knows Okada's not going to be there. The idea is Okada's not going to be there. Um, I'm hearing from Uncle Dave. We know his wife was pregnant. Um, we were. Th- I was thinking that his wife wasn't going to have their kid until like August. Looks like she's going to end up having their kid like here very soon. So it's like, okay, there's a big possibility he's not going to be at the show mainly because of his wife being pregnant. But to get back to the segment, you know, he says, you know, his sentiments are the same. He wants to challenge the IWGP champion who would, you know, be uh, Jay White, Adam Coles. Like, you know, you're not going to challenge him. I'm going to challenge him, blah, 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 blah. Jay White comes out, jumps him. Adam Cole gets all excited thinking, you know, hey, now is my opportunity. And he's like, nope, not happening. What? And now we're kind of left out there to, to see what's going to go down. Um, so we'll see. Um, it's still, I'm still thinking it's going to be a triple threat, regardless of how they're going to yeah. try to spin it with 11 days out. I think it's going to end up being a triple threat or, and this is just rando. I think maybe they might have Jay White Okada rematch at Forbidden Door. Or you can have a fatal four way for it. I don't know. It's the, the amount of uh, possibilities they could have is ridiculous. 
you know, but we have no definitive answer on that one. I will admit, though, no. I've never wanted a match so much in my life being uh, Will Ospreay and Orange Cassidy. I never knew I All needed right. it so much in my life. <laughs> I mean, Osprey is a generational talent. He can do some crazy things in that ring. And people really do sleep on Orange Cassidy because of his you know, lazy gimmick. Yes. They often forget he is a very talented wrestler, so I think they can really pull something special out of the bag. Um, but I agree with what you called last week, that it should be a triple threat, and it probably looked like it's going to be a triple threat between Adam, Adam, and Jay. Um, Adam and I love the whole dynamic of Adam Cole being like, Jay White's my best friend, and Jay's just like, eh, yeah, sure. <laughs> he's the cool guy <laughs> that he's like, he's too why cool are you telling people Cole. I'm your best friend? But I thought we were best friends. Don't say that in public. Yeah, it's like, it's like big brother, little brother. Mm-hmm. Don't <laughs> tell them we're related. Um, I also, I, I would also definitely be up for a fatal four way. I just want to see Okada in AEW. Please, it would, it would just. I'm begging. Boost rate. It should boost ratings anyway. I, I'm begging. I'm like, if you really want to make more buy rates, you put Okada on the show. Okada is money. He's and the he... rainmaker. E drones, don't you dare say nobody knows who Okada is. Yeah, if you don't, first off, you know that's bullshit. I know that's bullshit. So let's not fucking fuck around and act stupid, please. Okay. Yeah. You know goddamn well who the fuck Okada is. Stop pretending you don't watch AEW just out of su- stupid loyalty. Oh no! I, I if not, they do what we do with the E, and they follow it on social media. Yeah. Um, but like when cool stuff like this happens, so like Punk and MJF, or oh yeah. You know, oh, if they're, Okada they're, they're shows up, they're going to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I watched well, it on my phone. It doesn't count. Yes, it does. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't really count when I watch it on streams. That's true. All right, then. Like I said, Fight for the Knowledge coming up. It's on July 14th as we fight, fight, fight for the knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the first new the new first new match wrestling event since 2018 it is all about trivia just like trivia takeover except we're bringing back old school full trivia mayhem for the knowledge championship where travis walker anderson will defend against several opponents in an elimination format before we get to the head to the head final Um, Travis is also defending the television championship against the winner of the Ring of Games Cup, which begins this week. Um, it will be four consecutive weeks of many Ring of Games, and the winner, of course, goes to fight for the knowledge. Plus, Travis is busy this month um, and next month. Right. As he prepares to challenge me for the world championship, we are going to hear from the jester at fight for the knowledge who has a little something to say about it. And whatever else may occur, who knows? For more information, go to maxwrestling.net slash fights. There goes the light. Fight for the knowledge. When are you? We're bringing war and order back to match wrestling. Starting with you, Travis. We, the jury, 
are you guilty? Or are you going to stand with us and join House of Ashes? You see, this show is all about allegiances, alliances, groups. I don't need anyone. All I need is me, myself, and I. I am my own man. I am independent. I am not a follower. I am a leader. What are you doing? Why are you doing this? Why am I even here? You'll soon find out. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. Welcome back to the Gap and Mo Show. If we've made you laugh, cry, pissed you off, if you want to sue us, please hit the sub or follow button first. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, at least help us out a little bit. Right. Um, so, let's get to our one of our brand new segments that we debuted last week. It is Guess the Wrestler. Guess the Wrestler. I wonder who this could possibly be. Guess the Wrestler. He's the bestler, better than all the wrestlers. So, as we established last week, um, if I find out it's a champion, you can't tell me which champion. Mm-hmm. And any other question is legal. So, let's kick it off. Um, is it is it an easy or a hard one this week? Um, I'll give you a, I'll give you a relatively easy one. <laughs> My whole okay. The thing, it's not so much like the the guy I give you or the person I give you. I should say it's a matter of asking the right questions. Yeah. Um, oh, we we have a little little gimmick of Max where the answer to every question was always D'Lo Brown. So I'm gonna go D'Lo Brown. Beautiful stuff. No, it's not D'Lo Brown. Okay, not D'Lo Brown. Let's go. Okay. All right, you're ready. <laughs> Hold on. Let me get your sixty going. <clears throat> and all right, so. Go for it. Let's get this question out of the way. Is it a current champion? No. Uh, is it male or female? Male. Is it a raw male? No. New Japan? Former. Ooh. Okay, that narrows it down. Uh, shit, who the... F- is it WWE? Former. AEW. Yeah, oh, but not active. Sh- oh, okay. So, wrestled in Japan, former WWE. Uh, ooh, so, uh, this guy works in the back and you got 15 seconds. Oh, shit, 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 shit. Who the fuck works in the back? Jerry Lynn? No. Damn. Um, Mar- Mark Henry? No. Mark Henry never did Japan. 
Did he not? Oh. Uh, did Double A do Japan? Yeah, but no. <laughs> I'll give you one last guess. Um, I'm all out of producers. Okay, I'll give you one final hint then. He's very good friends with uh, a wizard. Oh, shit. Um, no, not, not Joey Mercury. Dean Malenko. Oh, fucking Dean. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, yeah, he's good friends with Chris Jericho, the wizard. Yeah, of course he is. <laughs> I was like, see, that one's gotta be. You, gotta you be the say Dean Malenko, and every clue makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, works, uh, you know what? I should have asked. Was he in a faction? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I also need to bring WCW and ECW into this because if he, obviously, he wrestled in both of those. Well, two. here, what I've learned from watching the other dudes do this is the first like four questions you should ask is male or female. Yeah. Active or non-active. Yeah, Where were they active? And um, and then you could probably fucking garner some more after that. But those are the big three. Like that'll kick you uh, off. Where was Dimalenko active? Everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> All right. Now for another new segment that we debuted last week. It's time to switch to your telecommunication machine as we ask TikTok to latest talk down. We told the AEW guys to stay away. I don't play that game. So let's get into white. This week, TikTokers, our free burning wrestling questions are these. Should Jeff Hardy continue wrestling after rehab? Um, As we mentioned on the show, it's his third DUI in 10 years. He's obviously got a lot of struggles, but even before he got arrested... There was a lot of comments about him slowing down and being a little bit sloppy and, you know, kind of losing it a little bit. Um, So, like, is it near the end for Jeff? Or does he still have some left in the tank? Let us know what you think. Question two. Is this the end of Vince McMahon? Or will he survive yet another court case? Um, I mean, there's no escaping this one. It's all over the internet. Everybody's talking about it today. Vince... You dirty rat. You dirty rat. <laughs> Finally, how do you people feel about Roman Reigns not working pay-per-views? Obviously, he's been busy for the last year or so carrying the entire WWE on his shoulders. Um, and now he's pretty much just... Wor- he's pretty much got Brock Lesnar's schedule. Are you he happy with that? Schedule. I mean, are you okay with it, people? Do you Do you think he should be working more? Do you think... It's okay for him to just be working a, a few times uh, a month for just working pay-per-view matches. Well, title defenses, apart from this week against Riddle. But he didn't work out on the cell. Um, he's probably not working... Uh, what's the next pay-per-view? Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank. Even though it's in a stadium. Big money. Mm-hmm. But uh, Not anymore, it's not. Yeah, it was going to be in the stadium. Maybe that's why he's not working it anymore. <laughs> but that's the idea. It's it's you have your giant champion, your double champ, not showing up to shows. He's not house showing it. He's not on Raw. He's not on SmackDown. He's not on your pay per views. What's the deal? Let us know what you think. Do the whole stitching 
Stitch, comment, do what you guys know the gimmick. Make sure you tag Max Wrestling. Comment your questions below. They will be answered in a following video. Hit that follow button and peace out. And of course, maxwrestling.net. All right. Um, there's there's no history again this week. I started writing it and I just ran out of time. So the only piece of history I've got this week, I'm not even going to play the music because it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, at the beginning of this Friday to Friday week, so on June 10th, 2002, uh, Stone Cold famously walked out on Raw after disagreeing with the way he was going to be booked with Brock Lesnar. Free money, you're giving it away. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's very many people that um, can argue with it or complain. Like, he had a good point. He had a good reason. It sucked that he walked out and couldn't work out a deal, but at the same time, they were going to throw the whole, you know, Brock Lesnar match away for nothing. For Exactly, for nothing. He he always said he had no problem putting Brock over. He just didn't see the point in doing it with no build, no story, just in a throwaway King of the Ring qualifier on Monday Night Raw. He says in his exact words, if I remember them correctly, was, I don't mind losing to the man, but can we make some money? Right. And in turn, make you some money, Vince. That's the, that was the thing. That was, you, you have your up-and-coming giant star with the guy that has literally carried your company from late 96 to now. Yeah. Like, come on, And, you, and you're going to job him, which is fine, but I mean, for again, nothing. For nothing, but if you if you just put it on a fucking pay per view, he if yeah. you got it, bud. I remember back in the day they used to do the whole King of the Ring tournament sometimes at the entire pay per view. Steve won King of the Ring that way. Yeah, where he got kicked in the mouth by Mark Merrill, went to the hospital, got stitches, came back, beat fucking Jake the Snake, and cut the promo that started it all. Yeah, so usually, again, like, why not do it that way? Usually they did the semifinals and the final on the pay-per-view. I remember, I think it was 99. Mm-hmm. They literally did the quarterfinals, semifinals, and the final all on the, the pay-per-view. the entire pay-per-view of King of the Ring was basically the King of the Ring tournament. Yeah, I think it was just that and Rock and Taker. And then Taker like a world title match, I think. Yeah, Rock and Taker. Yeah. Oh, wait. So, like, and then, oh, yeah, we also had the, the, uh, the ladder match with Stone Cold and the, and the McMahons. And but I think everything else was the entire tournament. Nuts. Mr. <clears throat> McMahon. Okay, before we finish with our other segments, we do have to predict a pay-per-view. Um, we don't normally do impact ones because a lot of the time they're pre-taped impact specials, but this is actually a live pay-per-view, so titles on the line. Go, Jack. Um, and we need it on the line because there's currently six fucking predictions co-champions. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> Is there really that many? Well, you know what? That's that. I shouldn't say it like that. Is there really that many? Because the reality is, I know how many people we get involved in the I, whole idea of the predictions. So, fuck to hear that there's like six of us. It should shock me, but it doesn't. And I'm already in love with it all. What the fuck? Oh, let it go. Let it go. Goddamn thing on brother, good job. Hey, yeah. yeah, it it shouldn't shock us because the last pay per view was Hell in a Cell, and it was very predictable. 
That's right. Heck in the box. Um, yeah, we do have six current champions, predictions champions. They are AJ Sparks, um, Chris Durham, Jad Malcolm, nice. Cookie, Michael Cook, The Phoenix, and Tony, Tony Kirkendall. Goddamn TC. Also, forgot to mention, at uh, Double or Nothing, Chris Durham became the 100th predictions champion. Oh, where? We, I, I intended on making a bigger deal out of that, but yeah, we're, we're, current, <laughs> we're currently on 104 predictions champions. That's awesome. And man. out of those 104, there have been 24 different people. You hear that? 24 <laughs> different fucking champs. So you know how, you know what that means? It means it's fucking easy as balls to get into this thing, and all you got to do is follow Max Wrestling on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, 19 of those 104 were clean sweeps. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Once in a blue moon skis. Yeah. All right. So, anniversary. Excuse me. Um, there's nine matches, but we're not going to predict the reverse battle royal, mainly because we don't know who the fuck's in it. A reverse battle royal. Yeah, this was just announced last night, I believe, by uh, Scott Damore. They're trying to bring back a bunch of the old TNA gimmick matches. So the reverse battle royal is literally how it sounds. They hey. they begin outside the ring. They have to fight to get in the ring. The half of them that do make it into the ring then compete in a battle royal. But the last two go one-on-one in a straight match. TNA, back in the day, loved to complicate things. My fucking head hurts. <laughs> we, um, we also have... A- Queen of the Mountain match. I believe it's the first ever Queen of the Mountain cool. match. Uh, Monsters Ball match. We got an Ultimate X match. So it is, if you've ever been a fan of TNA or Impact, then there's going to be something show, for you on this pay-per-view. They, they do tend to pull out the stops every year for Slammiversary. So we're skipping the Battle Royal, but we do also on the pre-show have Rich Swan defending the Digital Media Championship against Brian, My- Brian Myers. When the fuck did Rich Swan win that title? I think um, Matt Cardona lost it. it. What fuck? No, Matt Cardona had to relinquish. Oh, no, he yeah, he had to relinquish it, or he lost it. He relinquished it, yeah, because he got injured. Okay, he relinquished it, and then he and then Swan won it on literally that following. I think it was on an impact showing, like a non taping. In all reality, oh, I don't remember it being on any kind of like pay per view because I'm really trying to think. We run most of the impact pay per views. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, I'm reading this. So, Unless there was um, another one that I'm Rich, not thinking of. Rich Swan did defeat him for the title. Oh, but okay. Cardona refused to give it up. Uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> and then he got injured, so he had to relinquish it anyway. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I'm going to go Rich Swan to retain. Well, with Swan and who again? Perfect timing. As I ask a question. Excuse me. Let's pull this fucking card up then, huh? It's anniversary. Sure is. Come on now, back and breath. No, there it goes. Did it work? Yeah. 
Hello. That's a fucking hilarious thing. That, that's what's working. Thank you, Elsa. Uh, we appreciate it. Um, it's against Brian Myers, yeah. All right. Uh, you know what? Give it. To, give me. Give me Brian Myers. All right. Uh, the only reason I'm sticking with Swan is because he legit won it. He just didn't get the title. No, I hear you, and I I, I can see that. But my whole gimmick is uh, is you know Brian Myers is is his homeboy's buddy, so you never yeah. know. You know, could be that whole thing, and then you have their rivalry. Because I swear, at one point they were supposed to go, or they did go against each other. So yeah, they did. You know? They they had that little rivalry of Brian Myers is like, I don't want you in my company because I'm oh, making yep, a name yep, for yep, myself. Yep, yep. You're, yep, that's, there um, you go. All right, let's go to... Shit, are these guys still feuding? Ten-man tag match, Impact Originals versus Honor No More. So... <laughs> the way you said it was the best. Shit, are these guys still feuding? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Um, Honor No More is, of course, Eddie Edwards, Matt, Matt Taven, uh, Mike Bennett, PCO, and Vincent. Vincent. Um, of course, Eddie Edwards turned on the impact originals last time and on the originals we have motor city machine guns kazarian and tba and tba kazarian so i'm guessing they're bringing back an old school tag team for the tbas let's go baby i like it it's an interesting it's an interesting one like it's not something i expected to be truth be told but hey i'm not gonna say no um but then again fucking Every fucking time I turn around, this fucking tag team is just. Uh, I don't know. More kills me though, but I like them. Mm, you know, give me honor no more. They've been on a fucking tear. I mean, Impact Originals. If they fucking lose, they fucking lose. But I mean, you got goddamn PCO going out there, and anytime PCO's out there, like you fucking, he's a goddamn madman. But then again, I'm looking at the Impact Originals, and there's two guys to be announced. So that fucking brings up the questions of what fucking Impact Legends, quote-unquote, could you bring in, or Impact big-time players could you bring in to fill those, that, that gap? Yeah. So, and I'm not familiar with it. You know, uh, Honor No More has been on a tear, and they have been winning a lot lately. Um. Give me Impact Originals, but I swear to God, if those two TBA guys turn out to be fucking nerds, then I'll be mad at myself. Uh, I mean, I was going to go Originals, too. I just don't know who the TBAs could possibly be. Right, yeah. You and me, we're in the same boat. Um, I don't know what James Storm's doing right now. He could be one. He's obviously not going to come back with Bobby Roode. No, not Bobby Roode. I don't know what shape Chris Harris is in. It could be AMW. Oh, didn't think of that. That would be very cool if if Chris Harris can go because I think he actually wrestled not long ago in Impact as a one-off. There you go. I'm trying to think who else. Who else? I'm blanking. Shark, Shark Boy and Curry Shark Man. Shark Boy. <laughs> Shark Boy. Ooh ha ha. I think he was on the show last week. Actually, I don't know what he was doing, but I just saw a thumbnail of him. He was fucking hanging out in the back. All right, that's two for the originals then. Moving on to uh, Impact Knockouts Tag Team Titles. We got the Influence, Madison Rain and Tennille Dashwood versus Rosemary and Taya Valkyrie. I love how they're just back together after her 
uh, incarceration, aka mm-hmm. NXT NXT run. <laughs> I fucking love it. But yeah, no, absolutely incarceration. Um, I don't want to be the guy to be like, well, Ty is here and she's hot, so give it her the belt. But I mean, I don't know. Um, I'm also, I don't really see any reason for Madison Rain and, and Tennille Dashwood to lose them either. I mean, this is one of those ones where they can go either way. Um, but I'm going to stick with the hot hand. And we'll we'll go with the title change and give it to Rosemary and Taya. Yeah, I'd, I'd go with title change too. Um, like Taya went to NXT, did absolutely nothing. Fuck all. Got released because she was too old. Mm-hmm. So she, pardon the pun, but I think it would be it would make sense for her to make an impact. There you go. Oh, that's two for Rosemary and Taya. Now let's let's go to this monster's ball because holy shit, this is gonna rip it up. Fun. It's Sammy Callahan versus Moose. Yeah, in Monsters yeah. Ball, which is basically a hardcore match. But I love the original concept of Monsters Ball, where they used to say it was always a four-way, and the four participants were always locked in a separate room for twenty-four hours with basic food and water before the match. Wonder if that's the same thing. That'd be badass. Yeah, and you could actually believe it the first time too, because it was like Sabu, Abyss. Um, I think Jeff Hardy was in it. That's not surprising. <laughs> not one bit. So for this one, I I I don't know what the story is because I'm a I am very behind on impact, but I am inclined to go with Moose just because he's really been on a tear in recent months. Now you see, I I I love that, but Sammy Callahan just showed up, and he's a fucking crazy son of a bitch. Yeah, and that's where I feel I'm inclined to lean on his side because you can't go into a monsters ball match and be a sane motherfucker. It doesn't. No. It, that's not how it works. So I I give the edge to Sammy as much as I could absolutely, absolutely see Moose winning and just continue a build. And, you know, he is one of their bigger stars. They also rode the fuck out of Sammy's coattails for a while. So I can I, I'm leaning that way. Yeah. Um. So reading quickly through the story, um, it seems very much like it's a revenge story from Moose. Um, even though it started off as Sammy Callahan getting revenge for Moose breaking his ankle. Mm-hmm. Um, Sammy has just been playing mind games and attacking Moose uh, with the with the lights off in the boiler room backstage. So, yeah, I'm sticking with Moose. I like it. Uh, who'd, you, who'd you say you picked? Sammy. Okay. Give me the crazy bastard in a monster ball match any day. <laughs> Uh, let's go for another TNA original match, the Ultimate X match. Love Ultimate X nice. matches. Uh, obviously for the X Division title. I remember when it was just a triple threat or a four way, but this is a fucking six way Ultimate X match. Ace Austin is defending against Kenny King. Holy shit, he's back. Uh, yeah, Mike, Kenny King's back. Mike Bailey, Trey Miguel, yeah. Jack Evans, and Alex Zane. Speedball Mike Bailey. Fuck yes. This whole match sounds fucking speedball. There's some crazy names in there. 
first off, if you've never seen Speedball Mike Bailey, he is he is the greatest Jewish wrestler I've ever fucking seen in my life. And I'm not saying it like that to say it like, oh, well, it's because he's Jewish. I'm only doing that just to, just to distinctively make him the best I could possibly make him because he's fucking awesome. He's fucking awesome. Like, he was a dude I've seen on the indies, and I used to just think, oh, it's just some fucking nerd with a dad bod. No, this motherfucker can go. And I used to think then for a while, too, he's a martial arts-based guy. No, he can go. He's can reconvince me on multiple occasions. Speedball Mike Bailey is fucking legit. So I'm already well in his favor. Um, I love Kenny King. I do, but I fucking can't not make fun of him on a dating show. I can't do it. I have to do it every fucking time. That's what you fucking get, you nerd. Um, he's also a shipper. <laughs> yes. Yes, he was. It's glorious stuff. Um, <laughs> glad to see Jack Evans doing anything that's not in Mexico. So good for him. Um, Alex Zane, good shit as well. I really, oh, Alex Zane is awesome as well. Uh, fuck, so is Trey McGill. So yeah, this is going to be a fucking banger. Um, I think this is great about Mike Bailey that his real name is very French-Canadian. And then yep. his ring name is just Mike Bailey. Mike Bailey. <laughs> great. Uh, but... Give me Mike Bailey. I I'm I have a bad Ooh. feeling I'm going to be super wrong, and it might end up being like a Trey McGill. But give me Mike Bailey. All right. The other thing to take into consideration, Ace Austin is now a member of the Bullet Club. BC, baby. So, even without that connection, actually, I was going to pick Ace Austin to retain. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I definitely see uh him retaining just because he's a member of the bullet club now yes that's for damn sure i could definitely see that but i'm i'm one when it comes to impact you know me i want something to surprise me oh they definitely do impact is notoriously difficult to predict on this show Mm -hmm. even though i think i did get a clean sweep once i was gonna say (laughs) and that was even when you guys were watching it on a regular yeah if anything, it's harder to predict when you actually watch it. Yeah, because the fucking the stories lean multiple ways, and I mean, it's not like it's a. I'm not. We're not saying it's a bad thing. We're not saying it's no. a bad. Thing. We're just no, saying no, no. it's like if thank God finally a promotion gives you some shit that's not extremely predictable. Like how on the show. Back in the box. Okay, next one. Uh, the Briscoes, Jay and Mark Briscoe. Yes, uh, versus the Good Brothers for the Impact World Tag Team Titles. That's right. Carl Anderson walking around with that new, uh, with that uh, it, uh, never open weight championship around his belt. Oh, yeah. Good for him. Um, I'm with the Briscoes on this one. I love the Good Brothers. I do. Don't get me wrong. No, no hate with the Good Brothers. Um, but we're talking the Briscoes, baby. The Briscoes are, are 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 as legit as they motherfucking come. And the sooner somebody in fucking Warner Brothers can get over some bullshit, the sooner we can get them with some true tag team greatness. Yeah, people have been uh, waiting for the Briscoes to cross over somewhere for a long time. So I don't see them giving up those titles anytime soon, especially since Ring of Honor hasn't exactly got back up again yet. We just we know it's owned by TK. We've seen a horrible logo and that's about it. If I'm not mistaken, they're supposed to have a pay-per-view soon. I think I want to say it's before September. Oh, nice. Well, so yeah, I, hopefully, because otherwise we got to wait till all out. Yeah. No, I know that there. He's he's talking about planning a pay-per-view. 
Nice. Well, obviously, it'll be the relaunch pay-per-view. That's fine. So, yeah, that's two for the Briscoes. Now for the other women's match of the night, Queen of the Mountain. I've always loved King of the Mountain matches. I'm sure the women are going to do it justice, too. We have Mickey James as a special guest enforcer. Oh, nice. Which, I don't know if that's going to play into the decision or not, but either way, we have... Tasha Steeles defending the knockouts title against Chelsea Green, Deanna Perrazzo, Jordan Grace, and Mia Yim. Great Yikes. to see Mia Yim back, too. After her fourth, fifteenth retirement, something like that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, for some reason, I want to say they're just going to give it back to Deanna. I'm, uh, you know what? For, again, from the outside looking in, I want to say that exact thing. However, um, I know they really like Jordan Grace. Yeah. And so there's that one's on my mind as well. But then again, you throw in the fucking wild card that is me and him. And every time she shows up, she wins a fucking belt. Um, and I don't want that to be the case. And I want to say Chelsea Green's a total underdog. Either way, regardless of what goes down, I say Tasha loses it today or uh, yeah. during the pay-per-view, which it's unfortunate. She's been a nice champion. But um Surprising, too. Surprising for damn sure. Um, God, I am definitely stuck between Deanna and Jordan. But, I mean, Jordan was used rather prominently during for the whole digital media shit with Matt Cardona. And Deanna's just... I think they're waiting for her contract to end for her to go so she can fucking, you know, go to AEW. Um, give me Jordan Grace. Call it my bias for her but give me Jordan Grace alright yeah I just kind of feel like Deanna hasn't really done much since losing the title and yeah. despite, I mean she's still despite, much of a name she's obviously a name yeah exactly despite that she still has a lot of value but I think Impact needs to realize that and either cut her loose so she can go make an Impact pardon the pun again somewhere else or give her the title back because yeah. she she was carrying that division just like Britt Baker was carrying the AEW women's division. Show her prominently or let her blossom elsewhere. Mm. And I think finally that brings us to the world title, Josh Alexander versus Eric Young. Josh Tough. Alexander's not losing shit no time soon. I don't care against who. <laughs> that guy is literally, he's literally there current version of Kurt Angle. Like he he's he's but without being the heel, without being the cool heel, mind you. Let me let me let me let me say that properly. Because he yeah. was a cool heel. Um but yeah no he's he's their end all be all right now. And 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 taking it off him even for Eric Young, who again is another giant name for impact, I think would be a waste. So I I, I really think you have to keep it on Josh not to mention, you got to think of all the fucking bangers he can have with anybody in any other promotion, and you want that to be the Impact champ when he shows up in that other promotion. True, yeah. You know, I've said Josh Alexander against anybody in AEW would kill. He is an excellent talent. He's a guy that I had no idea who he was. Um, his look got, got, made me pay attention because of, you know, amateur wrestler shit. But then it was hearing you guys talk about it. It was hearing you talk about him. It was hearing Trav talk about him. It was hearing Mike talk about him. And I was like, okay, I got to give this guy his due. And he, when I did, he was like, you're welcome. 
well, fucking thank you, sir. No, thank you. <laughs> okay, because goddamn, he is great. He's really fucking good. Yeah, and I think I've said before, no surprise to me that he's the one that has shined the most after leaving uh, the North. Poor, poor Ethan. Love you to death, brother. But I mean, I when I thought the fucking rocket was going to you, they gave you a bottle rocket. They gave him the real rocket. And yeah, he's only just got the title back. He had a stupid short reign the first time because I think Moose instantly. Yeah, there was some stuff with Moose. But I don't remember too much more. Lady Q, frozen stuff. That's all I know. What the fuck is going on, bruh? Oh, there you go. Hey. And then, and then the light says, okay, me too. Alright, so yeah, I do not see Alexander dropping it after such a short run again. Um, I think he's going to have a good lengthy run now, at least until Bound for Glory. Yeah. Um, Eric Young is a veteran, he can put him over really good. Plus, Eric Young's kind of had his anniversary moment a couple of years ago when he first came back and won the, the world title from Rich, was it Rich Swan? No, Rich Swan won it from him. I, wait, yeah. I don't know. No, he attacked Rich Swan. I don't remember properly. And then they had the match at Bound for Glory. Yeah, it sounds right. That's it, yeah. So, those are Slammiversary predictions. I'm assuming there's people out there that know it better than we do. Again, we're predicting it blindly. Go and follow Max Wrestling on Facebook and jump in the predictions bin. Yeah, get on it. We could end up with fucking 12 predictions champions. Let's go. Be one of them. I doubt it, though, because Impact is... Very difficult to predict. Facts. So, it is time to begin the Ring of Games uh, Cup. We start this week. We conclude the week before um, Fight for the Knowledge. So let's find out who is getting top of the leaderboard on week one. Yo, welcome to Ring of Games week one of four. Over the next few weeks, these three will fight it out in weekly Ring of Games to win the first ever Ring of Games Cup and go on to challenge Travis the Walker Anderson for the television championship at Promo Slam. They are former TV champion and jury member, the lawyer, Jad Malcolm. How are we? How are we? Former world and knowledge champion, the Phoenix. I want my title back. I thought he was going to do the whole Triple H charge into the ring then because I said the word former. Yeah, what do you mean? Get all mad at like Lily Lillian. If you're sat next to me, I'll be chasing you around my flat right now. <laughs> I'm a Lillian gas. You're your ass. There you go. And of course, he was the winner of the first ever Ring of Games and thereby first ever TV champion, Moses Marquez El Jefe. Top of the morning. All right, so uh, it's going to be mini ring of games over four weeks. We have five rounds each week. Let's kick it straight off with a new round for round one, Correction Center. Correction, not the other word that sounded like. Um, so in this round, each player is shown a statement, but one word is wrong in the statement. You have to determine which word is wrong and what it needs to be changed to for the points. 
as usual, we go alphabetically. So as usual, Chad is up first because we don't know anybody. Name. We don't know anybody my... whose name begins with A or B. I'm changing my name. <laughs> um, okay. Started with B. Yeah, we did know someone who started with B, but he gone. Uh, I'm gone. Um, yeah, three guesses. Which B? <laughs> so, Chad. Your statement with one wrong word is, and it's also quite funny when you read it like this, prior to becoming a pro wrestler, Randy Orton played minor league baseball between 1971 and 1974. Right. Well, it's baseball that's wrong. And what would you want to change it to? Football. Okay, so you think the wrong word is baseball and you want to change it to football? Uh-huh. All right. That ain't the right answer. Nope. Uh, hold on a minute. I know that Moses knows it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm... Randy wasn't even born in the 70s. He no. was born in 1980. Wait, what? What? what, what? <laughs> exactly. So you change out Randy, since this is obviously I'm getting a point to this. And you sw- sub in this Randy Savage. Yeah, change Orton to I Savage. It's Randy Savage. I didn't listen to the whole thing. Okay, no point there. Uh, next one for Moses. One wrong word in this statement. The Hardy Boys won their first yeah. the WWE Tag Team Championships at WrestleMania 7, defeating the Hart Foundation. Replace the WrestleMania seven. Seven, 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 seven. Defeating the Heart Foundation. Um I'm probably really wrong, but we'll go with it anyway. Replace the Hardys with the Rockers. That would be the Rockers boys. The Rockers. You, you need to replace one word. <laughs> okay. Is that what you're going with? Uh oh, oh god okay so we were replaced with one word okay so that actually makes this whole thing harder um <laughs> the rocker first off the rocker boys sounds hilarious that's a great name the rocker that's boys that's a great name um if Sean and Janetti were in the 2000s they would have been the rocker boys cuz everybody was just boys that would have been hilarious <laughs> um i mean it doesn't make sense but sure why not all right we're going with change hardy to rockers is not the right answer. No. Anybody want to take a stab? I don't think Chad even knows this tag team. I think it We're changing. Tag team. <laughs> Hardy is the wrong word. And it needs changing to the nasty boys. Oh, fucking nasty boys. Okay, final one in this round for Phoenix. One wrong word in this statement. At the first No Mercy in 2005, Raven <laughs> defeated Abyss in a dog collar match. You know, Abyss. I know that guy. <laughs> right? The what? Talk about brain scramblers. No, Chase change to Parks. I don't know. <laughs> Probably wrong, but. Um, so you're changing Abyss to Parks? Yeah. I know it's also wrong. Also, the wrong answer. The actual word we need to replace is mercy. 
because uh, it's not a WWE pay-per-view, it's No Surrender. Hmm. At the first No Surrender in 2005, Raven Batista faced oh. in a Dark Collar match. <laughs> What's two words? No Surrender? Yeah, I'm changing mm. No Mercy to No Surrender. Uh, so I'm only changing I'll, Mercy. I'll, 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 I'll let you off. <laughs> I'll allow it. I'll allow just, it. Well, okay, the good news for everybody is nobody's in the lead, so there's no points all around. Hooray! The bad news is the next one is a two-player game, and usually the person in last place gets to choose their partner, but you're all <laughs> equal. So, um, as Chad is the previous TV champion, we'll let you choose a partner. Who I, who I want to be my partner? Yes. Moses. Okay. Yeah, fuck you too. (laughs) (laughs) So, before the show, Moses filled in the blanks for this next question. The next question is all in the details. I believe this is also a new round. Uh, Each player filled in specific details before the show, which will give their partner, uh, Phoenix, Travis, did yours, um, clues to an answer. The clues may not be accurate, though. Because it's just off the top of your head without any help. So, for Chad, Moses filled in clues which will lead you to, hopefully, a title. So, your free clues are blank, won it four times. Moses put Dilo Brown. Next clue, it was first introduced in blank, Moses says, 1997. <clears throat> and the final champion was blank, Moses says, Rob Van Dam. Again, they may not be right, but those are the clues that Moses has given you. Can I have Craig as my partner instead? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think, I, I think I know it. Let's go with ECW. ECW Championship. Sure. Um, Well, I can tell you, all three clues are correct. But the answer is not. It's the WWE European Championship. Hey, I got it right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You also said William Regal, four-time champion. That was also correct. Oh, oh, so there was a tie. It was a tie between Regal or D'Lo. I did not remember who had it more. I just remember that I was like, dude, I swear to God, D'Lo had it at least four times. So I'm going with D'Lo. Right. So for this next one, obviously, Travis filled in the clues for Phoenix, uh, which will hopefully lead you to a wrestler. Let me just pull up Travis's answers. Again, they may not be correct, but these are the ones he's given me. So the clues are... In 2018, he joined, Travis says, WWE. He is a former blank champion, Travis says, WCW. And final clue, his finisher is, Travis says, Jackhammer. Goldberg. It it is Goldberg. Uh, he did debut in 2018. No, two of the clues were right. He did, he uh, went into the Hall of Fame in 2018. Ah. Uh, he, he obviously was a WCW champion. He was also a WWE or Universal champion. And his finisher could have been a spear or a jackhammer. Usually both. And they're the yeah. only two moves he does. Uh-huh. <laughs> and for a while, it was the only yeah. two moves he did properly. Right. <laughs> Not anymore. 
No. So first point on the board goes to Phoenix. Um, now, Moses, I'm not going to give you the one Travis filled in because obviously that would mean Phoenix answers his own questions. So I'm going to give you the one Phoenix filled in. Cool. Brace yourself. <laughs> All right. It will hopefully lead you to a tournament. Okay. The clues are, it's been won by blank people. Phoenix says five people. Second clue, it takes place every blank. Phoenix says September. And final clue, winner main events blank. Phoenix says Wrestle Kingdom. Only five guys have won it. Again, they may not be accurate. That's, that is Phoenix not clues. accurate. <laughs> it's in September. The only tournament that I know of that is normally in September that leads to this is the G1. You going with G1 Climax? Yes. It is the right answer. It is nice clue. To fucking well, five, Feeny. Five. Um, one and a half clues are right. It does obviously. Give the winner a main event at Wrestle Kingdom. Um, it doesn't take place every September, but sometimes it's in September. It takes place every year. Yeah, every year. Normally, and it's like been end won of by. It's been won by twenty-two different people. You were close, Phoenix, including Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yes, Hulk Hogan's won it once. Well, wasn't he? He was the inaugural winner. All right. So, point for Moses two. Next one for Chad. Obviously, this one was filled in. Uh, by f- wait a minute, which one am I on? Hold on, hold the phone. Hold the oh, phone. sorry, this one's for Moses. This was filled in by Chad. Oh, I, Moses, I'm sorry. Uh, again, uh, it will hopefully lead you to a wrestler. I'm, I'm sorry. Ah, uh, here we go again. <laughs> I didn't understand the rules of the game. I mean, nobody does. I think one of the clues would give it away, but we'll see yeah, how it goes. First clue, um. In college football, he played for blank. Chad says his college team. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he's right. (laughs) Second clue. He made his WWE debut in blank. Chad says an arena. (laughs) (laughs) Final clue. His first movie was blank. Chad says the two fairy. Okay, well, if that's correct, then there's only one guy. <laughs> and he went to the fucking University of Miami, by the way, which isn't that goddamn hard. Um, I don't want to know if I fucking believe him, though, because, I mean, like, goddamn, he fucking, he played college football. He showed up in an arena. He just so happened to be the Tooth Fairy. Are you sure he's not some, like, rando hockey player? Are you sure it's not the goon? I'm just kidding. Uh, it's got to be, it's got to be Dewey. It's got to be The Rock. Dewey. It is the rock, yes. So amazingly, all three clues are wrong, but it is the rock. Um, he played college football for the Miami Hurricanes, made his WWE debut in '96, and mm-hmm. his first movie was The Mummy Returns. Mm-hmm. Um, so two points to Moses. Bad. All right, next one, next round. It's another new round. It's called. Moses got tough too. Yeah, I was going to ask the same thing. Why did I get two? Wait a minute. I mean, I'm, I'm all I'm all for answering the questions and gaining points for no damn reason. But I think he has one of your questions. 
Um, okay, I'll give you the point. So you've got a point each. Yeah, yeah right. Because I'm so smart. <laughs> I, think, I think Chad was supposed to answer the G1 climax question. Oh yeah, but I gave it to you instead. That. So, Chad, to get your point. Don't it's mind good. the glare. I just it, when you get a fancy new monitor, your fucking eyes hurt after a while. <laughs> <laughs> Round three is size matters. So they say. Yeah, it does. Um, you're going to be asked an ambiguous question, and this is a righty downy. You have to write down the longest answer you can think of. You get a bonus point if it's the longest possible answer. Where am I meant to find a pen? I'm right, I got a fucking hole in. Oh, hang on. I'm going to find a coloring book. Um, Daz, will you accept it written in crayon? Yes. Crayon? Yes, I will. Okay. Everybody drinks the crayons. I assume we have to spell it correctly as well. Ah, oh, fucking hell. Look, if I knew I was coming in for like some goddamn school school exams, I'd fucking you know, I'd Absolutely. sleep in like you I write used it to. down and <laughs> preferably spell it. Just correctly. if you think it's enough letters to give you the points. So, all right, yeah, all right. We're looking for wrestlers that have won both the WWE Intercontinental and US Championships. Damn, it's a lot. Okay. Okay. So does, did he didn't mention if we have like multiple answers to this or? Uh, you've got to write down what you you've got to write down an answer uh-huh. with, the lo- with the longest possible answer. Christopher okay. Jericho. <laughs> that is probably I, not the longest name I could make up, but. I've written. I've written. I've written. I've written. But I'm going for the bottom one. I just wrote them so I could, like, count mm-hmm. the letters. I'm going for Dolph Ziggler. See, I uh, did that. That's my move. I've gotten a couple written down. Um, I'm going with a boxed one. I don't know if you can see it. It's Eddie Guerrero. Ooh, another one didn't think of. Long last names. I, think that'll be I had to make up the fucking first name. It does. We figured it out. I got the answer. After we figured, you know. Okay, well, point goes to Phoenix for the longest answer out of the three by one letter. Is 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 the longest answer in general Shinsuke Nakamura? No. Is it not? No. No. Who? Oh, the longest possible answer was twenty letters long. <laughs> Who? John Who? Bradshaw Layfield. Oh, that butt fucker. <laughs> the only guy with three fucking names. Yep. Oh, um, what if I just would have fucking spell MVT Montavious Vontez Porter? Actually, there was two possible answers uh, for the longest possible with 20. The other one was Stone Cold Steve Austin, also 20 letters long. Jesus. So point to Phoenix there. Next one, we're looking for wrestlers that have main evented WrestleMania. Oh god. Okay. Think of all the dudes that have there's a lot of motherfuckers. Um Oh, I got it. <laughs> what the oh I was like, what in the hell? That is and not how you spell that. 
Any wrestler who's main evented WrestleMania, the person with the longest name gets you the points. Okay, well, it looks like shit, and I spelled it like crap. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Um, he was Triple H when he main evented ah. WrestleMania, so that's seven. Ah. Uh, Chad, who you got? Semantics. Um, I have Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'm sure you can see it. Okay. <laughs> you got Stone Cold too. Yeah. Should, okay, that's two for Stone Cold Steve Austin, which is 20, as you know from the previous uh, yeah. question, and is also the longest possible answer. You kind of give that away by saying that in the last thing. Not true. Hunter, Hunter, well, you all could have gone for Stone Cold Steve Austin. I mean, yeah, we should have, yeah. to be fair. <laughs> but I wanted to be an answer. Um, as it's the longest possible answer, that's two points each to Chad and Phoenix. Uh, so that puts Chad on the end of that round on three. Moses on one. Phoenix on four. Next one is Ring de Spiel. If you've oh, seen us do good. Ring of Games before, this is the round where I ask questions in a completely different right. language that I, which I do not speak. One of these days, you better be Spanish, I swear to God. <laughs> Okay, uh, as Moses is in third place, you get first pick. Um, your options are Mr. Skip, Turniji, and Trucos. Those, those are the topics. You want to go for Mr. Skip. Uh, yeah. That is Norwegian for champions, which means your question is in Norwegian. And I will send you the question too because hopefully that helps. Yeah. Everything helps. Anything helps. All right. Question is Hvem er den neverande intercontinentale misteran? I apologize if that was very bad Norwegian. Um, you can say that loud. You don't need to write it down. Uh, my guess is who is the current Intercontinental Champion? And my and guess is Gunther. That's the correct question and the correct answer. Points yeah, to Yeah, right. Fucking right over my head, bud. <laughs> okay, next up. Uh, Chad in second place. You get next pick. So the other two options again were Tunisia. And Trucos. The second one. Trucos. That is Spanish for gimmicks. <laughs> I knew that word sounded familiar. Okay. Let me That's send you the question. Like yes, your question is in Spanish. And it's about gimmicks. Question is, ¿Qué relación se anunciaba? Andre Kane Undertaker. That was kind of French. I was gonna say, I was like, that was, was the most French Spanish I've ever heard. Fuck yeah, French as a son of a bitch. The only word I said there that actually sounded Spanish was que. I'm about to say, send it to me. I want to see if I can. What was the gimmick it. for Kane versus Undertaker, or Kane and Undertaker? What relation? Oh, what relation? Brothers. Okay, you're saying what relation is Kane the Undertaker and you're saying brothers? Yeah. 
Correct question and correct answer. They are. Say, they were billed as brothers. They send that to me. I want to see if I can't say, if I can pronounce say it correctly. Even though I'm not gonna lie, that's the coolest thing ever. You fucking talk in Spanish and it's in French. Um, which leaves Tunisi for Phoenix, which is Polish for tournaments. So your question is in Polish and it's about tournaments. Okay. Oh God. Okay. This in me as well. <laughs> oh God, this isn't gonna go very well. There's there's this one word that I don't want to try and pronounce, but I got to. Okay. Question is <clears throat> in my very worst Polish. Kto vlugal krola pieszenia u W two thousand two Good luck. Fucking right. Good luck. Polish question it, about a tournament. Said it was a two thousand two tournament, didn't you? Yeah. I'm going to guess who won the King of the Ring in 2002, and I'm going to say Brock Lesnar. Again, correct question, correct answer. Three out of three for both, all three of you. Might as well be translators. <laughs> Fuck it. I love how Chad is still, right. like, legit in bed, and it's like, <laughs> isn't it like one or two over there? Yeah. He's taking yeah. a shot, attaboy. Okay. Scores at the when end I of the round. When I was in the hotel, four. at least I wasn't in bed. Shut up. Uh, Moses on two, Chad on four, Phoenix on six. Final round on the first week. There's no eye in Dazzy. Uh, each player is going to take turns to choose an answer to a certain category. No, you don't get a choice. I give you the category. Um, <laughs> each round has a particular letter that you cannot use in your answer. Play continues until all but one have been eliminated. Oh, hell. Something fell. I don't know what it was. Okay. I love this round. Um, we're going to kick it off with Moses. The answers cannot contain the letter A. Mm-hmm. And we are looking for any WWE, WCW, or ECW pay-per-view. Uh, Sin. Sin. Yes, Chad. Actually, Phoenix is next. Can you repeat the question? So WWE, WCW, ECW pay-per-views that don't have the letter A. Yes. So we've got Sin, Phoenix is up next. Survivor Series? Yes, Chad. See, I don't know if you're going to accept it. I want to say TLC. I'll accept it. That's the name of the okay. pay-per-view. King of the Ring. Yes. Phoenix. Royal Rumble. Oh, it's shit. Hey, it's an A. It's... Between Moses and Chad, then. Should have gone with my first instinct. Uh, Chad, next. Sorry. <laughs> Extreme rules. Yes. Moses. I had to spell that out. I was like, oh, I, can't, I, I can't tell if there's an A in this or not. In your house. Yes, I mean, that was just a takeover in your house. Okay. Chat. Wait, are we, doing, are we doing NXT? It's technically WWE, so yeah. 
Oh, okay. Um... Well, yeah, good luck finding one that doesn't have an A in it when all of them were taken. Yeah, all the others are takeover. <laughs> oh. Okay. Um... Jeez. Mm-hmm. I know I'm racking my brain over here, too. I've got two. I've got one, which I was going to use instead of Royal Rumble. <laughs> Any ideas? Yeah, but so he's he's scoping the, the he's going down the list. He is. Oh, oh, I got nope. three. Nothing. Nope. Nope. Got nothing. But yeah, point goes to Moses. Um, I had Unforgiven, No Mercy, Sold Out. I had No Mercy. What about, was Cyber Sunday one? Yeah, that's got an A, though. Cyber Sunday. Cyber Sunday has an A in it. Oh, yeah, it does. It has an A in the the word day. In the word day. (laughs) Fucking right over my head, bud. Uh, Phoenix, did you have a different one? No Surrender. That's TNA. That's, yeah, that's TNA. That was one of the things we could Impact. Lift. Now, WWE, WCW, ECW. So, things under okay. the banner. Um, Is there any next... WCW ones that didn't have an A? Well, you're sent and sold out. Um, yeah, that's it. Final topic. Uh, I mean, Phoenix is already two points ahead, but we'll do the last one for fun. Uh, submission moves without the letter C. Submission and moves without the letter C. Why is it the only things I can think of now have a C in it? Are they, are they all lock? Sharpshooter. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think of that. Wait, who's okay, starting? We'll kick it off. We'll kick it off with Moses again. Sharpshooter. Sharpshooter, yes. Uh, Phoenix. STF. Very good. <laughs> Bear hug. Yes. Moses. Ah, son of a bitch. Um. Uh. Holy shit. Uh. Nope, that has a C in it. That has a C in it. God damn it, now I got the fucking chat <laughs> thing where literally they're all like either start or have one, like right in the middle of a motherfucker. Uh, come on, give me something. Give me something. Um, Hell's Gates. Damn it. Yes. That was Phoenix. mine. Hate you. <laughs> oh. Dragon Sleeper. Yes. Ooh, another good one. Chad. Motherfucker. I don't want to say the mother one I have in my head because I have a bad feeling on the spelling. Figure four. Figure four like lock. I'll have to figure eight. Then. Lock. <laughs> oh, yeah, figure eight. I'll accept figure, figure eight because they don't call it the like lock. So, yeah, okay. Oh, man. Um, oh, God. 
Gotta think, gotta think, gotta think. Oh, that was a down. nice save. I had figure um, eight in my head. I thought if I save that, someone's just gonna say figure four. Whereas if I say figure four, they might not say figure eight. But mm -hmm. okay, there's that. No. Uh, give me something. It's got a C in it. Fuck. Ooh. Come on, come on, come on. Just Ooh. sleeper. Just a regular sleeper. Yep, well, or sleeper hold, either one, yep. Yeah, even... Uh, Phoenix. Mm. Right, here we go, brain wreck. Only one I can think of, really, is there was something Tajiri used to do, like he'd hold them upside down over the ropes. I can't, it was like the spider, mm. he mm -hmm. called it. A, a specific spider. I don't know the name of it. <laughs> Starts with a T. Tarantula. Yes. Back to Chad. The Doesn't tarantula thing. have a C in it? No. It's just T's, isn't it? I'm yeah. pretty sure there's a C Bell in Jack. it. Tarantula. No. T-A-R-A-N-T-U-L-A. -A -A. Oh, wow. Uh, what did you say, Chad? Bank statement. Yes. Oh, asshole. <laughs> Fucking bona fide asshole. Um, shit. Oh. oh, my God. Really? You fucking mark like you are an amateur. <laughs> A full Nelson. Full, yes, full Nelson. <laughs> this armor. This armor, oh. yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Great. Oh, I got two more now. Hell yeah. I've never seen someone work so hard, even though we already know the winner. <laughs> this is true. Feeny, Feeny so the points carry over to next bag. week. No, it's a leaderboard. Oh. Um. No. No, Pass. okay. Uh, Moses. Oma Plata. Oh, good one. Daniel Bryan's old move. Phoenix. Uh, PTO, page tap out. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what hers was called. What was the other one that I had? Shit. I had two. Um, mm hmm. And. Uh, no, fuck. That one has a C. That would have been a good one, though. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. The Fuiwara armbar. Yes. Also, I was going to say, Chris Jericho gave us the, the top answer years ago. Armbar. Armbar. But you take it an extra mile with Fujiwara. Yes, Phoenix. Ooh. Right? Uh, I'm telling you, this was not an easy one. It's basically a, a race for second place if Moses wins this now between him and Jad, but Phoenix already gets first. God, this is tough. <laughs> I've also never seen somebody work so hard when they've already won. That too. <laughs> Any ideas? Or should we let them have joint second place? Vice okay. grip. Oh, the vice grip is good. 
But heaven forbid, heaven forbid that we can get away with this. I got one that'll beat him, and he can't think of another one. Lion Tamer. It is with an S. Good save. Um, but yeah, Lion Tamer, so back to Phoenix. It's <laughs> <laughs> the bite. The what bite? Oh, yeah, uh, towards the end of his run in 2010, he started adding a submission match. Ooh. No submission to his repertoire. Who? He only who? debuted it a week or two before Over the Limit, but who? But who? It was actually called Batista Bite. Motherfucker, who? <laughs> Batista. Batista. Oh, well, that's all we were fucking saying. Oh, the Batista who? Bite. <laughs> okay. Yes. One of us is an owl. Who? Like, right? Jesus. I, said um, it like, I literally Googled it, and the top result was seven submission holds you don't remember. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right, oh. Moses, down to you. Taz mission. <laughs> yes. I had to do it. <laughs> oh, man. Guillotine. Now, that may be the guillotine choke. Not only that, I believe guillotine has a C in it. Guillotine's a silent C. Weird English language. Uh, guillotine doesn't have a seat, but it is guillotine choke. So, point to Moses. I'll take it. So, final scores on week one. Chad and Moses are tied on four, puts them both in second place, and Phoenix has six. Yeah, buddy. I know. I know we don't like ties either. All right, so join us next week for week two of Ringer Games. Congratulations to the Phoenix uh, Winning that first show We will see if he continues His success next week As we continue the Ring of Games catch. Now Let's uh, steer towards The end of the show First up, A to B of Retro Re What, 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 wind SMR Podcast Network You should be listening all right, so yeah, really quickly, we're gonna give you guys a little bit of the previews. That's how we do over here of Retro Rewind, uh, 1996, November the fourth for both shows. Not a big dealio. Actually, that's not true. Um, I really enjoyed uh, WCW, but then again, you know me, I'm a fucking biased motherfucker for anything WCW these days. Um, <laughs> it's just good stuff. Um, let's see, Dean Malenko against Scotty Riggs for only being three minutes was very nice, very fun. Um, Jericho versus uh, <laughs> VK Wall Street, goddamn Mike Rotunda's uh, daddy, or uh, Rot- uh, Wyndham Rotunda's IRS. daddy. That's my man. And then for there's a fucking WCW Women's uh, Championship Tournament. Medusa shows up against, uh, the, I've said her name before, Rania uh, something or another. So, I mean, it was a fun show. Uh, Luger and Booker T ended it. Not too much NWO, which, trust me, I'll take that all day long. Um, we did get The Sultan. The Sultan, for those who remember that, is fucking just Rikishi before he was Rikishi. Uh, it, it was terrible. And then even more terrible was Fake Razor and Fake Diesel. Main eventing. Main eventing. Fucking goddamn. Uh, fucking raw and it was just bad uh i don't have a full-blown geek of the week yet literally because i stopped 14 minutes 
14 minutes into fucking Raw, and I just, my head hurt. And shockingly, it's not Nick Patrick this week. I mean, he didn't kill me, but he was, I mean, he wasn't the worst, but he didn't kill me. It, it just, it, uh, so it's, you got to listen in on Monday to get the, the, the people I'm talking about, the wrestlers of the week, the geek, the retro geek of the week. It's just some shit is going down and you got to listen on Monday. Um, as for today, though, I'm assuming we have a modern day geek of the week. Oh, yeah. Hit the music. Pencil neck geek, gritty freak, scum sucking head with a lousy physique. He's a one man, no cut, losing streak. Nothing but a pencil neck geek. Pencil neck geek. E drones. Hey, guess what? Your daddy is geek of the week. I knew it. <laughs> Vince motherfucking McMahon. Vincent Kennedy McMarino's. I don't how. I mean, brother, you cut talent to pay for your toy. Like, what, dude? Just, I mean, I understand the cutting the talent to make your profit look like. I don't understand that. That's a lie. I'm lying. I don't understand that. But on top of that, we really know what you were cutting money for. So now when I see no pyro from Corey, we know why. When I find out that, you know, fucking catering got cut in the back, it's because you're fucking somebody else. So it's like this is it's you've officially painted yourself a fucking broad color, bud, and it does not look good on you. No. So I mean, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, by honor of Max Wrestling, you are the geek of the week and until I see somebody different, you're a geek of the week next week already, bud. Now, whenever Cody comes out and his pyro just goes poof. Yep. We know what the poof is. That was the poof. That was the same poof that cost fucking Vince McMahon $100,000. Right, exactly. <laughs> okay, now for the best of the week, hit the music. Uh, it's very, very easy for me on all three topics this week. Wrestler of the Week undoubtedly goes to Will Ospreay. Uh, his debut match in AEW was great. He got a great reaction. People know who he is. Max. Um, and, you know, if this relationship with New Japan goes further, then he's going to do some good, good stuff in AEW. Fuck yeah, you will. Uh, moment wait. of the Week. Moment of the Week goes to Christian's heel turn. Uh, yeah, yes. year long build. Yes, we saw it coming, but it was still <laughs> done very well. And he looked like a son of a bitch. Like a son of a You son of a bitch. We just need JR calling him, you bastard. Tell me why. Uh, tell me why. Why? <laughs> I have to fucking. You know what? I need to figure out how to clip that. I, I do have the all son of a bitch. Uh, Jim Ross, help me out. I'll say I say TikTok, if I drop something later on fucking today that's fucking that shit, you are welcome. Jim Ross, Christian turned heel. Exactly. You son of a bitch. Uh, and again, very easy for the third part. Dumbest moment of the week, without question, the pose down to end Monday Night Raw. 
because we're back in the 80s. I hate this shit. We had why? Why do you keep punishing Lashley? He did an arm wrestling contest a few weeks back. Now he's doing a stupid fucking pose down with Austin Fury, who, yeah, he's ripped, but he's not exactly a bodybuilder. No. Why is he in a pose down? Because you know, hey, uh, go out there and look hot, kid. No, you fucking nerd. That's not how. No. All bad. Oh yeah, if you got Vince booked that, and Vince likes Austin Fury. A lot. I want to see a pose. But why? I, wanna, I just want to see a pose. I just want to see a pose. You know, I used to run a bodybuilding federation, right? But shouldn't we like wrestle? Nah, here's a million Nah, dollars. fuck that shit. We're here for the sculpted abs and the man titties. What's your name? Stan. Stan, you're fired. Here's a million dollars. Go pose. Go pose, goddammit. And with that said, your week is complete. Thank you, everybody, for spending your Thursday with us, despite the constant interruptions from Skype. Go fuck yourself. Well, not. I don't think it was Skype. I think it's BT. My my internet just God sucks. Damn BT. Um, you know where to find us? It's at Max Wrestling UK on Twitter and at the Captain Five One Two and SMR Podnet. Once again, the website is MaxWrestling.net. And now, listen up, you pencil neck geese, because this is what Moses has for you this week. That's right. Retro's coming in hot Monday. Y'all already know how it goes. Um, some other things are in the works. Um, we're going to figure out how they go. Uh, might be a new little review thing happening with some very cool people, but we don't know for sure what's going on. We got to make sure all the details are in order, but uh, just know that more news will drop as it comes. Uh, I already said retro bolt rants on hold as we know. And Lastly, because I did it last week, I'll do it every fucking week if I have to. Today would have been the day that 19 students from Sandy Hook Elementary School would have graduated high school. When are we going to make the change? And you know what? That silence says it all. It is, as it should. Um, as it should. So also this past week, the fourth episode of Open Road Season 2 finally dropped with the first leg of the journey Chad and I took to the Basics Wrestling Show uh, a couple weeks ago. I was fucking in tears of laughing. <laughs> in fucking tears. Um, episode 5, the return part of the journey, uh, will hopefully air this weekend. Um, and then we do have a couple more episodes of a different journey that we have. So there will be an episode six and seven coming soon, too. Hell yeah. And join us next week for, uh, I guess, reactions to Slammiversary. We get a little bit closer to money in the bank. And, of course, it is week two of the mini Ring of Games tournaments for the Ring of Games Cup. So join us next What's week. Let's go home show for fucking Forbidden Door. Right. Go home for Bindor too. Um, it's a shame that they didn't announce it well in advance so that we could maybe do a special event around the time, but we'll obviously be predicting Forbidden Door when that time comes too. And with that said, you've been watching the Cap and Mo. Goodbye. Mwah. And good night. Bang. Hope for the change and make it happen. Make that change. <laughs>